Welcome to Get the Job Australia, the podcast created to accompany you whilst you find the job, the one you've always wanted. We're here to provide weekly inspiration and tips to help you along your job seeker journey. Think of us as your personal coach, helping you navigate your way to that employment offer. We also offer tailored services in resume writing, cover letters, LinkedIn profiles, and interview coaching. Visit getthejobaustralia.com.au to find out more. Now here's the podcast. How would you get a recruitment agency to work on your behalf? Yeah, it's a very good question, Michael. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. Now, just to paint the scene, paint the scene? Yeah, paint the scene. You're a job seeker and it's a very lonely road. You're doing everything by yourself. You're not getting any feedback. But wouldn't it be great if you had someone to market you to potential employers on your behalf? Someone to champion you, someone who had relationships in the industry with potential employers who could leverage those to get you an interview. Mm -hmm. What if this person met their daily and weekly KPIs at work by sending your resume across to as many places as possible? Sounds like a good deal. I know, and these people exist and they work on your behalf for free. As far as you're concerned, they get paid from the employer. Yeah. So if you're in an industry at the moment that's saturated with external uh, recruiters, you might not have a great opinion of them. They tend to get a bad rep. They do. And the reason is they can come across as flaky. Obviously, Mm. they can overpromise and underdeliver. But the thing to keep in mind, and there's a number of different reasons for this, you know, the the activity level in recruitment agencies, you often have to meet really high KPIs and you have to do a lot of calling people and it's just a really crazy environment to be in. It's just constantly on the phone, constantly meeting targets. So there's a whole bunch of reasons for that. Mm -hmm. But um, their sole purpose and something to keep in mind is that they want to fill roles. They want to fill roles. That's all they're there for. All this activity is to make placements, Mm -hmm. right? So why is there the disconnect? Why is there the disconnect? Well, maybe it's because no one knows how to partner with them mm-hmm. and effectively work with them. Mm-hmm. Whilst you apply for jobs on job boards, maybe they can be marketing you to potentially hidden roles that are out there in okay. the market. So I guess the first thing you would have to do is impress them and yeah. make them want to sell you to the employers. That's right. So first thing is to um, impress them. And mm-hmm. contrary to popular belief, you don't have to be Superman or Superwoman okay. to impress a recruiter. Really? Really. So there are so many people that actually don't self-promote properly when it comes to talking to agency recruiters. Mm-hmm. You might do that when you're talking to the employer. But the best thing to do, I mean, when it, it's an agency recruiter, it tends to be a bit more informal. But mm-hmm. it's a really good idea to practice self-promotion, do a bit of introspection, find out what makes you stand out. And make sure you use that to sell yourself to the recruiter so that they know what they're selling to the employer, right? Um, So they should jump at a chance to represent someone who's got a lot of skills Mm -hmm. if you're selling yourself properly. And some simple things that you can do to stand out as someone who's a very good candidate to represent, um, I'll go through them and they're quite simple. You're going to be shocked. But there's a few things that you can do to stand out over the phone. So the first conversations you're having with the recruiter, Uh these are some things to keep in mind. Uh Make sure that you have clear communication skills. Uh Easier said than done. Make sure you talk slow and you're clear in your delivery. Um, You show confidence Uh in your words, which demonstrates that you're competent in the workplace. 
you have a bubbly and likable personality, mm-hmm. meaning that translates into you get along with most people, most organizations. Uh, okay. Um, you understand social cues, mm-hmm. so you're not having any awkward conversations or awkward pauses or awkward moments over yeah. the phone. And lastly, you seem motivated to leave your job. Yep. They don't want to represent someone who's going to change their mind at the last mm, minute. You're committed yeah. to leaving and you're ready right. for something better. Yeah, because they'll always pre- prefer to put forward somebody that's like really sure they want to leave. That's right. Yeah. So the second thing that you'd want to do in order to get a recruiter to work for you is to tell them clearly which companies you'd like to work for. Yeah, right? so, yep. So one of the benefits of working with external recruiters is that you can afford to be also a little bit picky. Okay. So you could um, give them ideas about the companies that you'd like to work for. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do this by even thinking about the companies you worked for before. Who were their competitors? Okay. So that opens up a whole bunch of uh, uh, companies mm-hmm. in that circle as well. Um, and this takes the guesswork out for the recruiter, which is better, which means you can work faster with them. Yeah. And you're more likely to interview better when you really want the job and you're really passionate about the company. So yeah. give them a list, work with them, you're partnering with okay. them, tell them where you want to be marketed to. Okay. And They'll that, do that. Yeah. They'll do that. All right. Well, that leads into the third point is, uh, which is know what exactly you want, know exactly what you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes, exactly, exactly right. Before you decide to become a job seeker, just get really clear on what you're looking for. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and not so, like I want to become a data scientist. Not just that. Not just that, but also go into your salary, mm. um, the proximity you're willing to travel right. away from your yeah. home, uh, the the title that you're after, Mm -hmm. all of these things are important before you consult a recruitment agency because if you keep changing your mind and you're unsure, it's actually really hard for them to keep up with you just due to the sheer volume of applicants and candidates that they have to make contact with every week. So if you're really clear, I mean, it's better for you because you know what you want, Mm -hmm. but it's also better when you're partnering with agencies and you're... You're very defined in what you're looking for. So even if it comes to salary and you're just not sure, maybe give them something like, I won't go below this number. Right. Right. Just be clear. Give a physical number when it comes to salary. And um, these things are also good um, partnering with agencies because Mm -hmm. this ensures that you won't ruin their relationships with these employers, okay. right? So yeah. you're not, if they feel, if you get uh, into a role because of a recruiter, the recruiter is still going to work with them in the future for yeah. future roles, yeah. right? So they've got to have this long-term relationship with them. So if you're someone who is clear about what they want and they don't change their mind, mm. you look better to them and they're going to trust you and they're going to put you forward to more places. And yeah. that's the best way to work with them. Okay. And that kind of leads into the fourth thing that you should do is which is to summarize all your skills and communicate that to the recruiter yes so uh just remember they're potentially talking i mean they They are are. talking (laughs) to a hidden job market a lot of the roles that external agencies have are ones that are not public Mm. and not advertised all the time some of them are but a lot of them aren't so Mm. there are these secret roles uh, that people are advertising and external agencies are helping with. Yeah. Um, so at every stage of the application process, that recruiter is going to do the work on your behalf. They're going to talk to the hiring manager. Mm-hmm. They're going to 
um, they're going to follow up with them and it's not going to come across as desperate because it's not the job seeker. It's mm-hmm. the recruiter and that's their job. Yeah. They are going to challenge any hesitations that they have. They're going to do all these things for you and push you into the role, yeah. right? Which is great to have. It's a enormous ally for you to have yeah. someone doing that for you. Sure. And um, one way to help this process is to come up with a summary of your main skills, okay. all the things that you're most proud of. Yeah. And this could just be in a follow-up email alongside your resume when uh, you're first sending it to the recruiter, okay. uh, maybe after you've spoken on the phone, wherever you can slot it in. You know, yeah. as you're sending your resume, just send, you know, just as a summary, these are my main skills, or these are the mm. things I'm proud of, these are my main achievements that I've had in my career, yeah. right? And you might be thinking, isn't this doubling up? I'm sending my resume mm. and I'm sending a list of skills. Shouldn't it be in the resume? Yeah. Do you think that or? Um, well, I guess a follow-up email with those details or like a conversation to follow up with the resume would be kind of to cut cut that down and yeah. really hone, like zone in on exactly what you're good at. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's yeah. right. And uh, it's not doubling up because... It's much like a, there's two reasons. It's much like a cover letter, right? It's, which is extracting all the focused and, and really in demand skills yeah. um, relevant to the role, mm. right? So it's sort of like summarizing it, but highlighting it yeah. and enticing people to look at your resume. Mm-hmm. But also, this helps the recruiter when they're marketing you. So yeah. a lot of the KPIs in recruitment agencies require them to get on the phone and talk to people and sell you. And okay. if you've just made it easier with this list of these list of things mm. that you've done and you're most proud of and there's numbers and figures and yeah. it just makes you instead of them trying to figure it out, you've yeah. just already provided it to them. Yeah. It's much easier for them to do. So make it colloquial. Don't you don't yeah. have to make it uh, <clears throat> perfect grammar. Just go bam 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 bam. These are what I've done. This represents me as a person. Yeah. You can make it um, facts and figures. Um, any challenges you've overcome, but you can also do your personality traits. What yeah. makes you unique? What makes you stand out? Mm. What makes you charismatic? What makes you likable? All those things. Put it into a list of summaries and send it to them. Mm. And that's another way to partner properly with a recruitment agency. Kind of like when I think about if I was a recruiter, I would find that really helpful and really easy for me to like put somebody through that's given me yeah. basically what to say to... Yeah. Um, a I potential mean, employer. They're talking to minimum of fifty people a week, up yeah. to a hundred people a week. Hundred people mm. a week. It's a lot. It's a lot it's of people. A, a lot of candidates. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, you want to you want to cut through the crowd because if you get them on your side, they can work so well with you mm. to get you into a market that you don't even have access to. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so the last thing you want to keep in mind is to stay motivated, stay engaged, and stay in touch. Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You just threw in the motivated one. I like That's it. Just a little bit of spice. There, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You do need to stay motivated. But most importantly, you have to stay engaged. So, yeah. you know, your intention when you work with recruitment agencies should be to partner with them, as I've said throughout yeah. this whole thing. So when you're partnering in with them, there's just do it properly. There's no point wasting your time, wasting their time. Yeah. Um, and this means that you should try and take every call, try and respond to the emails that you get, uh, cooperate, try and be flexible within yeah. reason. Don't have 
you know, sickies yeah. just to go to interviews every week, you know, just be flexible within reason. Yeah. And most of all, be honest with them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you're not interested in a role or you don't like something about a job that they've sent you, just tell them yeah. they would rather know mm. upfront and keep the trust between you then get you to the final stage and you change your mind and yeah. then you've ruined that relationship with the recruit with the with the employer mm-hmm. and they're going to ha- find it hard to trust you again so yeah. just try and do your best to be honest and upfront yeah and i, I just want to finish by oh, saying yeah, sorry yeah. <laughs> i just want to finish by saying that again yeah sometimes external agencies do get a bad reputation Mm. because they can call you once and never call you back again but these are just some things that if it helps you get the job that you want why not just try it you know what do you have to lose you don't have to pay them you just have to talk you just have to put in a tiny amount of effort and if you are unemployed and looking for work you've got so much time unfortunately Mm. there are not enough jobs out there for any job for you to work seven days a week applying for jobs you have some some time that you can use to to um approach them yeah. and um there are so many recruitment agencies out there there are so there's a lot of opportunity to get a job mm-hmm. and have somebody endorse you for a job mm-hmm. right yep yeah so that's all we had on this episode remember to check out the website which is getthejobaustralia.com.au follow us on facebook instagram and linkedin and Spotify. Spotify. We'll be releasing this episode on Spotify, and uh, the video episode obviously will be going on our YouTube page. So stay tuned. We'll see you next week. Bye.